What's up, everybody? How's it going? Uh, Jason is running a little bit behind. There is a serious problem with his car, as in it is crashed. So pray for him and his family. Uh, because he's okay. Everybody's okay. I actually don't even know the full story, um, but uh, he will not be on the show until probably later. Um, but I do have our awesome guest here with us today, and you'll learn who that is here in a second. Um, but uh, yeah, so normally I'd beatbox during this session, but I'm going to ask Beth some random questions. Beth, what is your favorite color? Teal. Oh my gosh. Why is that your favorite color? It's just very soothing to me. The mix of blue and green is my favorite. Blue. Oh my gosh. Perfect. Okay. So what's your close second then? Red. Oh, so close. I thought you were going to say purple. <laughs> <laughs> purple and teal are my favorite colors. Uh, the, this, I guess that's a Lambo that Jason's got us riding in right now, but he's got this whole vaporwave thing going on and purple and teal are my favorite color combinations. Why? I don't know. I had these random skating shoes and they were, I, I found them online. They were stupid and expensive. I sadly got done away with them a little while ago, but they were my favorite color combinations. Um, but yeah, random fact of the day, uh, Beth's favorite color is teal. Uh, Beth, what is, hmm, man, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Ask me a question, Beth. <laughs> um, do you have any kids? I don't actually. Um, I am dating right now and, um, hopefully plan on getting uh, married soon. Um, Congratulations. thank you. I appreciate that. Um, she does not know. Hopefully she does not watch the show either. <laughs> but uh, there's that. Uh, and then we're about to start the show. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, flows for you. Flows for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How is everybody doing today? See, I would say that normally since we'd have a third person here, but he's not, and that's okay. Um, what is your headline of the week, Beth? I found out that my relay race this weekend starts at 5.15 in the morning. Uh, <laughs> that's stupid early. Um, it is too early. It's so that is, that is ridiculous. Uh, my highlight is the fact that I got into a fight with safety wire and lost mm -hmm. and your story is probably better. So I will save yours for last since you are our guest. Um, I basically at work, I work for a company that I, I guess I can say the company Collins aerospace. And so we do a lot of like, we work with anything that flies airplanes, um, helicopters, I'm assuming and all, all kinds of different stuff. So, our branch mainly focuses on repairing wheels um, and brakes for airplanes. And uh, there is safety wire involved when it comes to putting and keeping in place sensors and valve stems and all that stuff. Um, so I was removing something and I ran my hand down the wheel and sliced it wide open. Oof. And for the squeamish, look away. 
I have four stitches in my finger, and I hopefully it'll focus on the camera. I'm like it's leaning okay. in because I want to see it. <laughs> I'm trying to get it to focus, but it's not like an insanely good camera. I'll have to post a picture later. But yeah, no, uh, it sucked really bad. Um, mm -hmm. And I had to be in gauze and uh, um, ace wrap, I guess, uh, for about a week. And there's still stitches there, obviously, like I just showed you, but they dissolve. Um, it was just a sucky process, and I get hurt a lot at work, sadly. Um, and uh, I love the job, but it's a lot of manual work. Mm. You can't win them all, but I lost to safety wire. Anyway, that's Ouch. my story. Ouch. So you yeah. have to wake up at 5.15. Or no, you have to be there at 5.15. Yeah, the ra and the race is like an hour and a half away. And I'm carpooling with a friend. So I think that means that we have to be up at like 2. To, to like get ready and drive there because we need to be at the starting line before 515 with our team so yeah i'm a i'm a fast walker i'm like that weirdo walker that's out there shimmy in her hips and going super fast in the malls uh i don't think no. i've walked in the mall <laughs> you know I, I was i was referencing people that yeah no, a mall, mall walker yeah no no that would be mean I feel like I would be passing all the people. I mean, I would, exactly. be, I would be passing them. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. what, what is this relay race? What is this? Um, it is the Windy River Relay. And okay. my team has taken first place the last two years. Wow. And congrats. it is walkers and runners. It's similar to, and it's actually run by the same people that do Hood to Coast, which is the okay. mother of all relays worldwide. And we do the Portland to Coast that runs at the same time. It goes from Mount Hood to the to Seaside, Oregon, but then Portland to Coast goes from Portland, Oregon to Seaside, Oregon. And Portland to Coast is for the race walkers. And I've done that for like 14 years now. And we just started doing this other mini relay a few years ago because it's fun. It's only two legs per walker. So it's a total of eight legs. And it's a nice warm up. Portland to Coast is for our team. It's eight walkers that do three legs each. So I think this year I've got like 19 miles total for Portland to coast. And this race, I only have like nine miles total. What wow. only, I love how you said only nine miles total. Mm -hmm. uh, that is awesome. And slightly terrifying that the fact that it ends up being this early in the morning, I can relate. Yeah, I'm not, I start I'm work at five, fan. but last year it started at seven fifteen, and that was a lot better. That also felt uh, yeah. Early. Well, but, I mean, it's not the first time that's happened. We had a start time once of three in the morning. No, why? For the coast, because they start waves of team every fifteen minutes, and there's like four hundred walking teams, and there's like twelve hundred running teams coming from Mount Hood, and so they're letting you go in waves that they've carefully cal calibrated to make sure there's not these big blockages at all the major exchanges. It's a lot of math involved in these races. So you could get seated at any time from like two in the morning until like six o'clock at night, just depending on when they decide your team should make it through the race. And yeah. So, and then I guess my next question is why are people doing the relay race? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why are we waking up this early and traveling across Oregon or Portland? Um, Right. Uh, well, for me, um, this is a hobby of mine and it's a great workout too. Like if you, if you can race walk a 12 minute and 30 second mile, you will burn more calories than if you jog a 10 minute mile and wow. Okay. You have to walk as fast as you jog to burn more energy and it's easier on the body because it's less impact. 
but I also do it because I have really good friends that got me started in it. So it's like, it's like our sweaty retreat in a van every Bonding. year. <laughs> we solve all the world's problems, help each other out with our marriages and our kids. Perfect. You know, it's awesome. It's, it's great. Like I don't, I don't want to go to like a ladies tea at church. I want to go like win a race with my friends. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I see that. And is there like, is there a thing for guys involved? Oh, yeah. too? Is it, is it all female oh, yeah. thing? Oh no, no. There's, there's a uh, co-ed. No, there's lots of, there's male teams, there's co-ed teams, there's women's teams, there's high school teams for both the running and like the walking. Cheating, Cause the high schoolers are in their prime. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing not like getting passed by some lanky high schooler in the middle of the night. <laughs> and he's like eight foot tall. And like, he's yeah, got just come talk to me in 30 years, punk. <laughs> that sounds like it's an awesome exercise uh, opportunity and, and a bonding experience. And it sounds like you yeah. solve all the world's problems on the way right? up and back. I or mean, rather, you probably put a microphone exhausted. in our vans. They would oh. be able to handle everything. That sounds like a podcast in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, normally during this time, I would have a quiz for us, but Jason is obviously not here, and that's okay. But um, Beth, why did Jason have you come on the show today? Well, he posted in this group, and he's like, yeah, who wants to come on the show and let us rap about you? And I thought, well, that sounds fun. I really wonder if he could actually rap about diastases and core fitness and postpartum bodies. <laughs> Like, what rhymes with diastases? Like, I really want to see this happen. Heracles. Hercules. <laughs> I just made that up. No, Heracles is, is Hercules, but whatever. Fantasies. Diastases, sort of. fantasies. Yeah. Um, I'm having a hard time. Jason might be able to come, with, come up with something. Um, <laughs> you are really hoping Jason gets on this show, aren't you? You know, I'll be fine without him because I feel like it's these these are the moments that make you in the yes. time of just a whole bunch of uncertainty. And that I feel like that's what makes the best podcasts or the stuff that you fly by the seat of your pants. We've had so. a few of those ourselves and they are fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Those are the best podcasts. Yes. So, so you have, you have the studio. So tell us more about that. What you, you said postpartum for people who don't know what postpartum is, what is that? And what do you do? Okay, so postpartum is the time of a woman's life after she is pregnant, and it's also referred to as postnatal. Um, so there's um, prenatal, which is seen as like during pregnancy, and postnatal is after pregnancy, and it's any pregnancy, whether that pregnancy is carried to term or not. Pregnancy forever changes a woman's body, like yeah, from clear to, clear down at the microcellular level. We experience something called microchimerism, where the cells that have been a part of that fetus will always be a part of us. Um, wow. And they actually have shown that those cells come to our wounds when we're sick or when we are hurt because of just that process of fetal development. It's a really cool thing. You can look that up. But also like the hormonal changes, um, the body changes to all of our parts and pieces happen really fast. And so even if there's a miscarriage or a stillbirth or anything that could happen along the way, our bodies are forever changed. And women are not small men. Right. I can just, let me just say that again. Women are not small men. So uh, we are very different. And, um, and we need to train differently especially after being pregnant 
because of all the hormones and bone shifts and structural changes and pelvic floor and core stuff. And that's my specialty. Like I love talking about this stuff and I love helping women understand their bodies and get back in shape after they've had kids. Now, half of what you said, I followed everything. I didn't know because obviously as a guy, I'm worried about myself as in how to function as a dude. But as far as all that is concerned with the female, I didn't know that. That's insane. That's actually really cool. I like the part where you were like um, mentioning the whole fact that when anything like that uh, takes place during preg well, actually after pregnancy, that those cells mm -hmm. stay with you. Yeah. I did not know that. That's insane. Mm -hmm. So that whole moms have a sixth sense. Like I've got one kid that I actually can't tell when she's lying. Don't, don't tell her that. Like she is such a good liar. Don't say a word. <laughs> but like most other things, like I know when there's something going on, I know it's really, really wild. And I think that's partly why. That's buck wild. That so science, right? God and science, by the way, people, yeah. um, yeah. they coincide all the time because oh, yes. God created science. Um, and for those who don't believe that that's okay. You just yeah. hear us and or leave or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that's, I, I think, well, even so, for example, this is probably a minute thing, but like squirrels forgetting where they planted tree nuts, it will then grow an entire tree. Mm-hmm. That's a random thing, but the fact that that's a part of nature is just mind-blowing because we as humans, right, we throw away most of our stuff. Mm. Squirrels will hide it or or whatever. They'll bury it. They'll they'll put it somewhere safe, and the, the stuff they forget about plants whole new trees. Well, sure, we will do that mm -hmm. um, with um, – Our stuff doesn't grow trees. Exactly. <laughs> we can't grow trees. We can relocate. Obviously, we can move them. We can plant them ourselves. But squirrels, oops, I forgot. It just happens. Uh, another one is the symbiotic relationship of a clownfish and a sea anemone about how they obviously a clownfish doesn't get stung because it gets used to the sting of a sea anemone mm. and it has protection. And then the clownfish, um, I think. I don't know what it does for the sea anemone, but it does it something. It. Doesn't it clean yes, it or something? I think I think it cleans it, something like that. But that nature's just so cool. I think mm -hmm. when God made nature, He had everything down, and uh, it's just super cool to have like that second perspective, that other perspective from a female side because I didn't know yeah. half the stuff you just said. That's super super cool. Oh, and there's so much more. Please tell me more. What? So <laughs> how long have you? How long have you had your uh, your studio? Uh, fit to be which is an online website that offers family-friendly home workout videos and courses has been around since 2010. Wow. And I didn't really set out for it to become what it is now. And I feel like that's probably how most business owners are. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. what they set out to do versus what they end up doing. Um, at first I was like, let's just film some yoga and Pilates videos and I'll just wear real clothes and be a real mom and a real body and not scream at people and show everybody my boobs and it'll be great because there's <laughs> nothing out there like that. You know, right. I mean, who would think they could actually keep your clothes on and teach fitness? Sure. Um, turns out a lot of people like that. Um, and then I, I realized that I had some gaps in my knowledge that despite having a degree in exercise and sports science and having lots of certifications in fitness, um, there was things that I needed to know to be able to serve my clients better. And one of those gaps in my knowledge was about diastases, which is abdominal separation. 
Oh, wow. Um, okay. That happens after every pregnancy. And it's where the abs stretch apart and make room for the baby. And wow. in normal, healthy societies where we are not sitting around on our butts all the time and um, not doom scrolling and not <laughs> and doom not scrolling. hunching and having terrible posture like the whole American society tends to, um, where women are more upright and active, we see less, less ab gaps. We see them resolve a lot quicker. But here in America and also the UK, we tend to see more of it. And the abs don't tend to come back together as easily. And there's also a lot of stigma with women and the, the mommy tummy, even though that's natural. It's like having some extra skin and some extra belly. Sure. You know, and most guys I know don't care. But women, we get really hard on ourselves. And so um, I bring it back to strength and helping women restore their function and their strength and do as much as they can on their own non-surgically to really re-strengthen and restore their whole core, which is not just the abs. It's really the entire trunk. And I could just nerd out on this stuff all day. Oh, well, we're here for an hour and I'm loving it. So this is, Woo! I love knowledge and I love hearing about this because I mean, I wouldn't be able to know this unless I research it. That would be weird. But, right. No, I'm just talk, talking. Right, to you yeah, about I mean, it. There's a lot of guys that, that know about this stuff as personal trainers. I wish more guys knew. I wish more guys knew my poor business partner. You know, he has learned way more than he thought he ever probably would standing behind a camera. Oh no. <laughs> uh, is that, like, How you doing, Chris? Is that, Fine. is that awkward for them at all? Just being in, I guess, I mean, it's mainly geared towards women and yeah. I guess you, you but know, you he, said it's a family thing too. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a trooper. Um, him and his wife have four kids and me and my husband have oh, two. Wow. And, um, so he's, he's just been amazing from the get go and, and all of this kind of built organically. So like, as I was learning, more about the core and really starting to specialize in that and take fit to be in that direction. He organically came along for the ride and was learning as I was learning and filming content. So thankfully it wasn't like either of us just dropped into the deep end of pelvic floor because the core oh, man. also includes the pelvic floor. The pelvic right. floor muscles are the bottom of the core. And I really tried to avoid going in that direction I really just wanted to talk about the abs and arms and legs and the basic stuff, but right. you know, cause I was raised in a, a very ladylike. I was raised to be a lady and not talk about those things, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it turns out it's actually pretty important to talk about those things because there's a lot of women with a lot living, living with a lot of pain and dysfunction. That's very treatable. And when we start talking about it, it changes their lives. That's actually a perfect uh, segue to my next question. But before I ask that question, Jaime is coming through and he's saying, sorry, I'm late and it's okay. His next comment's hilarious because he said, boobs, I just showed up. What kind of episode is this today? It's actually not what you think. It is not about that. She, she was saying in, re in response to, or she, she was saying in reference to another comment about how she doesn't have to be risque and have yes. a, a video uh, playing mm -hmm. of her. Of, of showing, showing things and doing yeah. things. And uh, yeah, you don't have to show all to, the things to yeah, teach good go. form for exercise. I don't have to strip down to my nothings to be a good model for fitness. And in fact, it makes a lot of people more comfortable when I'm just showing up in regular clothes, but still filming professional content that's useful for them. She said it perfectly. And I was, I was flopping over my words. Um, <laughs> he said, he said, please nerd out. Don't worry. We're going to, we're going to be, we're going to continue <laughs> talking. 
and then he said, "Where's Jason?" So, so Jason, he's okay. He got into a car crash. Um, literally 15 minutes before the show started, um, uh, he's all right. But um, hopefully, he will be on soon or later. And if not, that's okay. Um, oh my god! <laughs> he said, "I don't ever show my boobs either. I'll do stuff in regular clothes too." Thank you. Thank he's you. He's a riot. He's a riot. And this is Jaime, for those of you who don't know, right here, Hachimachi. <laughs> it completely blocked your face. I'm sorry. Uh, normally, you would be in the top right-hand corner. Uh, but yeah, that's our Jaime, um, uh, what is that, NFT that we give to quiz winners. Don't worry. We'll give it to you later. You can. Okay. You will get our honorary in a, Jaime NFT. Uh, anyway, moving right along here. Um, so no, uh, what are some what are some stigmas that you feel like females come into um, or rather don't know about, um, mm -hmm. I guess, going into pelvic floor therapy or, or stretching or abs or anything like that. Yeah. Well, just the fact that you even mentioned pelvic floor therapy, like, how did you know that? Because most people don't even know that that's a thing, right? <laughs> Different podcast. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. So a lot of women don't know um, that their bodies may not just bounce back and that bodies are actually not meant to bounce back. They're supposed to change and morph. And a lot of people struggle with that. They, they yeah. can't wrap their heads around that. And so a lot of women choose to not have children because they're so worried about falling apart and they don't know that there's a lot they'll be able to do to restore function and maybe even be even stronger after they have kids. Um, here's a really cool thing. Hmm, not so cool, but it's a, it's a, oh. it's a fact. We're ready. Um, so Hopefully. speaking of women who might have the wrong idea about birth and recovery, there are women who choose to have C-sections thinking that that's going to save their cores and pelvic floors. But that's not the case. And they've mm. proven that C-sections do not prevent pelvic floor dysfunction, that, that people who have vaginal births versus people that have cesareans, um, they have about the same amount of pelvic floor dysfunction because the wear and tear happens during the pregnancy, um, just from carrying that load. Wow. And I mean, I could go into more anatomy and stuff, but when you By have a cesarean means. section, that is major trauma to the abs. They cut through all four layers of the abs and that's a long recovery and you're not supposed to pick things up, but you're supposed to be taking care of a newborn. And so having lots of support, having a lot of good postpartum care in place, making sure that you request pelvic therapy and abdominal therapy, which is a thing after you have your baby and going to that is so, so, so important and will dramatically improve your recovery. And then for me and what I provide is fitness that doesn't undo that therapy, fitness that builds on and helps you return to fitness, whether that's Pilates or yoga or Tai Chi or Zumba or weightlifting or whatever you want to do. I'm certified in all of it. And wow. so I help help you do that with all the other instructors on my site. That's so cool. Um, the more you know. How, how did COVID affect, if at all, your all's business? Because I assume we, it's online, so. Yeah, you know, that's a fascinating question. Um, so during 2020, we did really, really well. But then everybody in their awesome. dog decided, decided to start making fitness videos. And of so course. it was like, oh, now we have a lot more competition. But we've stayed in the game. A lot of those people have since dropped back out again because they realize it's actually pretty hard to make an income and make a living. And if and they're not the really work. in it for the long haul, it's it's hard. And we've been around since 2010 and we're still going to be around and we're still here. And, um, you know, this year has been interesting, I think for everybody, but because we offer a service and not a product, I think that's helping us 
So, cause people are not buying as many products right now, but they're still into experiences and services. And we definitely provide a really beautiful, well-rounded fitness experience for people that they can do from home. Yeah. And it, you mentioned literally everything. And did you say Pilates too? I did. So you said Pilates, yoga, what else? Tai Chi, weightlifting. Um, I even have step aerobics. Step aerobics was the first thing I ever got certified in. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> I, I think I remember, is that, or, um, is that a part of Taibo? Uh, oh, I, I also do kickboxing, but no different. Step aerobics is like, you've got this platform and you're like stepping right. up and down, up and down, and you're doing choreography all around it. Taibo is like kickboxing, which you so can do kickboxing on a step. My mom used to do Taibo back in the nineties. And uh, I just, I remember, uh, that that's kind of a nostalgic thing. I know that doesn't What's really exist name? anymore, but I can't, name? I don't know. I think Jaime so might know. We don't remember him. We just remember it's, his brand. Oh, I remember him. I just don't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, his face, um, but I don't remember his name. Oh, gosh. But my, my mom had those platforms as well. And so I thought it, it uh, crossed yeah. into each other, but it's just two different sets of uh, workouts. But that's super yeah. cool. Like, so as far as getting into shape or stretching or using therapy um, that I'm assuming you, pr um, you provide on, is it on YouTube? Where can we find it? Um, we have our own website. So it's fit2be.com. And um, we originally were fit to be.us. So the dot com oh, okay. will send you to the dot us because we were too poor to buy the dot com when we first got started. And we've built from the ground up, um, just grassroots, no investors or anything, just congratulations. That's awesome. Day. So we have all we have our own platform, which you can imagine being on the internet for 13 years at this point. Um, the back end of our website is very interesting. It's like the Wild West. Okay. But, you know, because it's not like nowadays you can start from scratch and get a website that has all the features. But we were building it, like coding it 13 years ago. <laughs> so you can code? A little bit. A little bit. What don't you do? This is awesome. <laughs> you um, can do it all. <laughs> I can't grow cabbage. I'm trying to grow cabbage and the stupid worms keep eating it. What, uh, what worms are we talking about? I don't know. They're little green ones and I really hate them. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I'll have to do my research. So you said you had, you offer your own website. What are some stigmas going into, I guess, getting into shape or, or anything that you offer for that matter um, that some people kind of need to either learn about or say, Hey, this is what you need to know. Mm. So um, another stigma about postpartum fitness for women is that um, you have to do lots of cardio and lift lots of weight to mm. lose weight. But that's not true. Mm. And that is partly due to our hormones. And our hormones get really messed up um, you know, during pregnancy. I mean, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, but they're doing something very different. And then it takes them about right. a year to stabilize after birth. And then it takes longer if you're breastfeeding because those are a whole other set of hormones. And so again, women are not small men. Um, if you look at the hormone fluctuations of a male, the testosterone is kind of like, you know, a little up and down. There's little spikes and stuff, but that's that's pretty much it. We've got progesterone and estrone and some testosterone and, we, and you know, it's woo, all, every month, all, the all over the place. So um, there's there's a lot more nuance to training women than there is to training men. And so that means there needs to be a lot more grace. But that mm. is hard to talk about 
because who wants to sit around and talk about hormones and the luteal phase and follicular phase and ovulatory phase and menstrual phases and training for those things. And so there's a lot of, shh, just, just go work out, just do cardio and don't eat and you'll be fine. You'll be skinny. Be oh fine. my gosh. No, but like that's so not healthy. And, um, we have to talk about that stuff. We have to talk about that. Women need more body fat than men. We need to eat differently than men. We need to train differently than men, but we are very, very strong and we are very, very capable when we tune into that, when we get into our own flow of things, when we work with our own bodies, really awesome things happen, but we can't just do an hour of cardio every single day and eat five peanuts and expect to Oh my to gosh. <laughs> I can't make, I, I have low blood sugar. I can't make it like an hour without <laughs> making sure I'm good to go. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five oh. peanuts. That's insane. What are some things that I know I've already asked the question of stigmas, but I know that you had mentioned earlier about kind of like growing up, there was a lot of hush hush that, you know, people didn't want to mention or talking about maybe more so, you know, during after pregnancy or, or maybe it was something entirely different. I, I can't remember mm -hmm. to save my life, but what are some things that, um, I guess both parties, male and females need to know, uh, when it comes into pregnancy, um, or maybe it was something different altogether. No, no, this is a really good question. I think recognizing that recovery is not just six weeks, that you're mm. not going to go to that, that classic six week checkup and everything's going to be fine. There is so much more healing that takes place beyond that. Um, and if you think about just the placenta itself, that placenta is about the size of a dinner plate inside the uterus. Wow. And when it, when it detaches from the uterus, it leaves a dinner plate size wound in the uterus. And the uterus is in the process of shrinking down back to about the size of a small fist, a little bit smaller than that, but that takes time and and you have women that are expecting to just get back to it. And you have men expecting women to just jump back to it. But there's there's a wound. And if you had that wound outside your body, if that wound was visible to everybody, and that's just the placenta, that's not the C-section scar, that's not possible episiotomy or tearing that's taken place. If people could see those wounds, I think we would treat postpartum women very differently. And I think postpartum women would treat themselves differently. I think we would have a lot more grace on ourselves um, I think there would be a lot less pressure in our society to just get back to shopping for groceries and, and taking the kids and doing and the house cleaning and yeah. the making of the dinner. Um, and I think that our culture needs to do a better job of really supporting and cherishing and facilitating the healing of women. But, mm. but we have to do that as women. We're not doing a very good job of, of, of making that happen. We tend to be very hard on ourselves and expect such a lot out of ourselves. I mean, my husband had five days off because he worked for a family business. And two of those days were when I was still in the hospital. So he had three days home with me wow. and, then he, and he was gone with my first baby. And my mom came and helped for a few days, but then then it was just me and this baby and this house and all these things. And looking back, I wish I had known that it was good to just be, to just rest, to, to, to ask for more help. And I think that that would have improved my recovery. I think we heal faster 
when we allow ourselves to heal slower. And that goes for pretty much everything, actually, when we don't rush the process. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you saying that. Um, and that goes into literally everything. And we've talked a lot about mental health on the show before and, and just healing in general. And I think everybody has a certain timer, um, mm -hmm. even with, with women getting pregnant and having the baby, every baby is either, um, early, a little late or on time and, and, and everything else that in between and outside of that. And it's, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. It's okay that, that those things happen. It's okay. If you're not healing as, as quickly as you're healing, it's okay. If, yeah. um, you need more support, like you said, um, mm -hmm. and, and speaking of support, how do you feel like, um, the man in the relationship can support his significant other better? Hmm. Um, again, I think if, if most guys knew and we're just a little bit better educated, which it's not their fault. We've done a bad job. I mean, school sex ed is like, <laughs> Terrible. is not what it should be. Like to me, I think sex ed should include information like this. Mm. Sadly, it doesn't. It includes lots of other stuff. Sure. But not this. <laughs> um, and, you know, one cool thing about guys is that their cortisol levels, which is like the papa bear, mama bear, I'm going to fight for my family. I'm going to mm, stand up and protect. Their cortisol levels really spike when when their partners are pregnant and, mm. um, and that's a good thing and monopolizing on that and leaning into that and not being a jerk about it, but like, right. um, advocating for your partner, advocating for a little extra time off, advocating to take time at home and pitch in and do some extra stuff and make sure that she's taken care of because she is wounded on the battlefield. Basically like, Oh, for sure. He has gone to war. <laughs> And she has all of the wounds and trauma to prove it and, and given her some extra time and, and, um, not taking that six week from the doctor. All right. She's good, buddy. Have at it. You know, uh -uh. no, cause there's, there is still a lot of healing that may need to take place. I mean, if you think about your finger and the little five stitches, Oh yeah. You know, um, she's I, talking about this, Jaime. I'm yes. on my hand right yeah, and, now. And, but then think about how much that impacts how you move your hand. And what you do with your hand oh, yeah. and the wrapping. And now imagine it those sucks. stitches being somewhere else. Nope. Right. So it's like just being very understanding and supportive and, um, and recognizing that depending on how all that plays out in her body, it's not just six weeks. And if, and if it was an athlete right. with an injury, it'd be six weeks of physical therapy and then exercises oh, yeah. and support. And, and we're not, we are getting better about providing that, but it still has to be advocated for by the person who's given birth or their partner, or it's not going to happen. You still have to push for what you need. So harnessing that cortisol and, and putting that to work to, um, support and advocate and make sure that your person has what they need is so, so, so important. That's awesome. I, I appreciate you answering in that. Cause I mean, really <laughs> as much as moms, I feel like they, they don't know what they're doing. I feel like dads are the same way. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, I would say females are very like their hormones are, are on 10. Yeah. And so for guys, I would assume that they're elevated Therefore, when they're trying to help, 
they're not really sure what to do and they well, probably will just make it worse. Yeah. So. And, and nobody knows what they're doing and you can read all the books and I read, read all the books. I mean, I have been fascinated with pregnancy and babies since I was six years old, Wow! but in the middle of labor, I looked at the nurse and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do next. And she goes, you push it out. <laughs> and then I continued to feel like that through most of early motherhood. And I've got teenagers now. I still feel like that. They're throwing, they're throwing curveballs at me. I'm like, well, what, what is, what is happening? There's no, there's no book for your child and their particular life adventure and the combination of your spouse or partner and your children and your environment. It's all individualized and personal. And it is the biggest adventure you'll ever be on. And you just got to figure it out together. <laughs> right. I, uh, I actually can't wait to get on that journey. I know you're probably like, yeah, sure. Wait till you have your first no, kid, it's, but it's amazing. No, I, you know what? I would not trade it for the world. Mm. It has made me and unmade me mm. five times a day, every day. Oh for almost my 18 gosh. Years now. <laughs> and that's I feel so... like that's not exaggerating. It's probably what's the opposite of exaggerating. Uh, Jaime, help us with the definition. Uh, exact. I don't know. Under minimizing, minimizing. That's what it is. Gotcha. It's minimizing. Uh, it. Speaking of Jaime, he's got a ton of uh, comments in here. He says, right. I'm always tripped up when a woman is pregnant less than a year after giving birth. Like, ouch, are you all healed up yet? Some women um, are some women, some women, they heal up and their relationships with their partner is great. And you know, they're ready. And that's, that's awesome. But there's a lot of people that are not, and it's really hard on them. So talking, keep the conversation going. Do you <laughs> feel important. like, I mean, obviously the physical therapy is, is there and taking your own pace and stuff. What's like a bigger factor that comes into play for healing quicker. Okay. This, or I not quicker, this. but like fully quicker. Yeah. No. So, um, so a lot of women are told don't exercise until that six week mark. Like what the heck is it with that six week mark? Um, but that's not a good thing because we know from, um, NASA space studies that bed rest is really not great for the body. Mm. And I mean, we lose, we lose bone density and muscle mass very mm. quickly Atrophy, after yeah. about two weeks. And, um, so we need to get that mama moving, but we don't want to hurt her. We don't want to right. see more bleeding. We don't want to see exhaustion. She's also, you know, maybe breastfeeding a child and that takes a lot of energy. So, um, and baby's not sleeping. So it's, we're not talking about, let's get her out running a marathon, but if I could give an, a piece of advice to anybody that is currently pregnant or maybe just had a baby is connect to your core and pelvic floor right away. Um, and, and what does that mean? Take some big belly breaths. It's really as mm -hmm. simple as that. Take some big belly breaths, breathe into your belly, breathe out. Think about feeling your abdominal wall move in and out. Think about connecting to your pelvic floor muscles, kind of like a kegel. Um, lifting and engaging those muscles. And at first they're going to be like, no, we're not, uh-uh, nope, not bye, today. we're out. But if you can do that even a couple times a day, starting it even just a couple days out, you know, because you're not going to think about it for the first few days. You're not even thinking about that. You're thinking about this baby and all the things happening to your body or at the hospital or at home or wherever you're having this child. There's just a lot right. going on. But the first time it dawns on you, 
just thinking about taking those big belly breaths and just trying to switch on and move those muscles. Don't do crunches. Stay away from crunches. Stay away from sit-ups. Um, use the log roll, rolling from your back to your side. Move your legs first, bend your knees, roll your knees, roll your body to get in and out of bed. That's going to be easier on your core and pelvic floor, and it's going to facilitate faster healing because you're talking to those muscles. Even if the muscles are like, sorry, autoresponder, we are mm. on vacation. <laughs> um, staying consistent, even, even just once a day, twice a day, every other day. Then as you start to take a walk um, and ease back into daily activities, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel stronger and more connected to your core. And that lays a foundation for what you will do at physical therapy for your core and pelvic floor, if you can make it to that. And if not um, on fit to be, we have lots of foundational videos that show you how to do those things. So if you're like, what is she talking about? I don't even know. Like what, what is even a kegel? What is engaging my abs? I have no idea. Isn't that just a crunch? No. So we've got all the basic stuff because the reality is also a lot of people don't have access to physical therapy, which is very mm. sad. To me. It's either out of their price range or their insurance doesn't cover it. It's expensive. It is. It, it can be. It can be. It can yes. be. Yes. Do not pay more than $150 for an hour. Mm. And you can dicker and you can ask for price breakdowns and you can ask to make payments. Ideally, your insurance will cover it. Um, but sometimes it doesn't. I wish it did because it would cost billions less down the road mm. in healthcare if they would just take care of postpartum women. Mm. Because the, big, the, the big factor is, is everybody's pregnant. Dollar what was that? I was saying the biggest thing, everyone's pregnant, so they, they need help with this stuff. Yeah. Over 80% of women will be pregnant at some point in their life. That's actually insane to think yeah. about. And we make up half the population. And Almost the incontinence industry, if you think about like the incontinence industry, feminine hygiene and diapers and pads are an entire aisle at every store. Mm. They are making billions off of, well, the, we, we, we can't get rid of periods. So that, that's part of female health. But the other thing is treatable and it's preventable and it's, we're just handing them our money. So we can stop that. I feel, I feel like I'm not going to get political. So <laughs> uh, we're going to get into more high mace comments really quick. Uh, he's blowing up the section. Um, so he said, what are the total demographics of your clients and or users? You mean like, who do I serve? Like, so, I mean, I serve, I serve mostly women. I mean, I have some guys, um, but I serve mostly women between the ages of 25 and 80. Like, I'm not kidding. Wow. The people I'm trying to go after the most are postpartum women um, of any age because it's never too late. A lot of people think, oh, it's been a few years since I've had kids. It's too late. It's not. I, I have clients in their 60s, 70s, and 80s that are just now getting this information and are addressing their cores and pelvic floors and seeing amazing results because a muscle is a muscle no matter how old, mm. no matter how small. Well, Dr. Seuss there for you. Muscles respond no matter how old you are. It's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Um, I apparently, what did he just say? Oh, Ireland apparently has it down when it comes they to do. women's health. They're a little better. Or maybe it was Scotland. Um, yeah, Scotland, although Scotland's got some of its own issues right now with even making sense of women and and who they are and 
and not, not mixing all that up and making sure that women still have the rights that women need. Mm. So there, I got political for you. I have an amazing, <laughs> I have several amazing colleagues on all sides of this field. And this is a thing. This is, this is a real issue because, um, you know, we want to be inclusive and we want to help everybody, but we can't do that at the detriment of a group of people that also need extra care. So, mm. um, yeah, Scotland's, Scotland's, they're a bit of a hot spot right now. If you want to look up, what's her name? Gusset Grippers. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. She's a comedy, a comedian who is a pelvic floor therapist. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> she is fantastic. And she shut down Scotland parliament. Um, over a whole situation over there. Yeah. It's, she's amazing. If y'all want to just go down that little rabbit trail, look up Elaine Miller, Gusset Grippers. Just a little shout Elaine out Miller, Gusset Grippers. I'll have to listen to this later because I do a lot of, I love comedy, so I'm all about it. And nice speaking comedy. of pelvic, pelvic floor therapy, guys, this is not, I don't want this to be a stigma too because, hey, everyone needs help. I've had yes, it done. Even guys. So, yeah, yep. it's it's a real thing. Uh, it's helped out like my my legs, my back. It's it Everything's yeah. connected. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, feel free to check it out. Um, you want another factoid? About, let's go. About male pelvic health? Let's go. I'll, I'll keep it PG-ish. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so one thing a lot of people don't realize is we talk about like prostate health. Yeah. Um, and we've done a podcast with a physical therapist who specializes in men who have had prostate cancer. Mm. Is that that typically wrecks their continents. And mm -hmm. um, so she works with guys that have been through that and takes a lot of her clients from 16 diapers a day down to maybe just one or two. Mm. And um, but pelvic floor therapy is not often prescribed. They have to fight for it. So if you're having prostate issues, really address those and do your best to um, avoid surgery if possible. But if you have it, if you have cancer, you, you kind of got to have it. You got to um, get it out. Yeah. But advocate for pelvic therapy because it will improve your experience afterward because you don't need to go through cancer and then also live in diapers the rest of your life. Um, and and right. I feel like we assume that men just talk about this stuff. Like my 14 year old son, he, he talks about all this stuff. He grew up with me. So he's like, not well, there you go. Shy. But I don't think a lot of guys do um, maybe talk about issues that can happen. No. Nope. They'll joke about stuff. Yep. <laughs> but, but like, so I'm just putting that out there. That is a thing to be very aware of. Because if you want to maintain your depend your independence, not your dependence, your independence, um, core work can really help the prostate. So transverse work, tra the transverse abs, that those belly breaths, the pulsing your belly button in, just making your abdominal wall go in and out, in and out, in and out, actually massages the prostate and helps keep That's it crazy. Didn't know that. Yeah. It's all connected. That, yeah. And that's funny because I've been to therapy before and I either forgot or was not told that. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe, not told. maybe not told. Um, mm -hmm. Dang it, I had something. What do you feel as, um, man, I literally just lost my train of thought. We're talking about men's health here. Um, yeah. Oh, um, can you talk more? Uh, could you, could you talk a little bit about, um, oh, it's, it's a muscle. It's, uh, it's close to your hip. Okay. Um, it's, it's like, it's close to pelvic floor. Um, 
it's it's you you have a left and a right side. Your groin. <sighs> no. Oh my gosh. High adductors, glutes. Keep going. Keep going. Obturator internus, pubococcygeus, puborectalis. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep naming muscles. Well, so it's it's I would say it's at belly height. Okay. But closer to your hips. Obliques. Oh, so as. Yes. Left and right, so as. Yes. Okay. I don't think anybody knows that it's the, that this exists. I, You know what? It's so funny because I take it for granted because the psoas is such a huge part of Mine's the core. really tight. It sucks. Yeah. The psoas is a wild muscle. It goes, it actually connects your hip, oh no, your, um, your thigh bone. Okay. So if you put one hand on one thigh and then put your other hand on your lower back. Except for, imagine if you could put it on your spine inside in the front, okay. because that would technically be where it more technically connects. So it, it goes up through your body and through your hips to connect your lower back vertebra, several vertebra to your hip or your thigh bone. And so it gets called a hip flexor. Mm -hmm. um, and, but we know now that this muscle is actually more like your tongue. Like it has the ability to push and pull and flex and distort itself. You know, we think, oh, muscle, all muscle fibers are the same. They're not. There's different kinds of muscle fibers. So you have like muscle fibers that are like your tongue that can almost move like a snake. And your psoas is like that. So what? when you go through a trauma and or you are just super stressed, your psoas will tend to stiffen up because it's protecting you. And getting what? that thing to calm down is a challenge. One of the best things you can do is go for a hike on really? surfaces. I know that sounds wild. Like the last thing you might want to do when your lower back is tired or sore is, but it's actually really beneficial to just get out in nature and go for just a short hike on a path, not concrete, because okay. it will shift your hips and move your body in more fluid round ways that help your psoas to go, oh, we're not in trouble. We're not in fight or flight. Look at all the pretty foliage. We're out for a hike. We're okay. Oh. I'm trying. Hey, what's up, Jason? How's it going? Are you okay? I'm fine. We can't hear you. I'm working on it. Oh, you're good. <laughs> well, so I so the psoas, like I I so for mine, my, it's my left side. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I hiked my leg up when I'm driving and I, I drive a decent amount, but I don't remember having an injury. You know what? My left knee. I fell on my left knee about five, six years ago. And I don't know if that's possibly connected to it, but I've always had. A what about tough... your right shoulder? No. Nothing in your right shoulder? Mm-mm. Not that I can no think about. What about your right knee? No. No? Because sometimes there's crossover between those two things. It's really fascinating. Interesting. But yeah, left knee, left hip. Um. That makes sense. But it, um, and there could be scar tissue in there. You know, we think of scar tissue as just being where the wound is, but scar tissue grows and travels. They find scar tissue from C-sections up in the shoulders of women. What? Around their hearts. Yes. It's buck wild. Yeah. I don't understand that. That's crazy. And, and speaking of which, Jason, um, when you had your C-section, was <laughs> it more of like, like, Towards the up, I'm just playing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you never know nowadays. I mean, well, 
I had, you know, we have I had three. So we had one of the top. Oh my God. The cool part now is it looks like I have abs <laughs> because of the cuts. So now it looks yeah. like I have So it works out nice. Yeah. Permanent abs. Well, a lot of abdominal surgeries are that same cut to the lower abs. If you have like kidney surgeries or other stuff, it's pretty standard entry point. That's well, crazy. Beth, uh, Jason just arrived at the perfect moment. But what we're going to do is we're going to have you have what we're going to do. We'll do a plug first, right? Yeah. Okay, sure. So, Beth, right now I'm going to give you the screen and uh, you can tell us where we can find your stuff at. Promote anything you want. Now is your chance in three, two, one. Ooh, okay. Hi, I'm Beth Learn. I'm the founder of fit to be and I'm a mom of two and I I'm the owner of fit2be.com. I feel like, whoa, here we go. <laughs> um, we provide family-friendly home workout videos for women with diastases. And we also have a lot of courses so you can learn about what's happening in your body and understand how to move it and why you should be moving it. And also understand that you don't have to hurt yourself to heal. So we have workouts that range from five minutes to 55 minutes. And we have workouts that are very, very gentle and basic. And we have workouts that are longer and more intense. This is my home. We film in homes all over. We have been filming workouts for about 13 years now. So we have a huge variety of stuff you can choose from. And we have physical therapist instructors and dance instructors and other fitness professionals on there. I'm the main face that you'll see. And I just really love helping people connect the dots and understand why their bodies are doing what they're doing, how to get stronger in their own homes and how to pass on that legacy to their kids. So, um, I would love if you would come follow me on Instagram fit to be studio or Facebook fit to be tummy safe fitness. And you can also find me at fit to be.com. I somehow removed her from the stream. Anyway, uh, thank you so much, Beth. That's that's yeah. super cool. I would like to check out uh, that channel and and your channel, your website. Um, and I do have a see... Roku channel. I do have a Roku channel. It interesting. Yes, I'm just now learning about this. That's insane. That's well, actually about eighty percent of our in interviewing Trey. I'll let you be in charge one day. We talked even, about babies. You don't, even, you don't even get into the detail, the nitty gritty. Let's go, man. I'm just playing. We got into. Well, no, we we got. Oh, we got nitty gritty. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got nitty gritty. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no, it was really awesome. Beth's been an amazing guest, and um, I, I honestly would love to have her back on um, if she's willing, of course. I, I, I had so much, I had all these plans of talks and jokes about her stuff. Cause you know, that's the only way I, cause I'm a stay at home parent. So trying to figure out ways to work out. Let's uh, do it. Let's just do it, it again. Yeah. Right now. Just do a second. Hour. No, no. <laughs> no, I have to go to yoga. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so speaking of which yoga, Jason is going to do a yoga performance right now for us since he was late. No, uh, we're going to wrap. Um, and it is about that time. Jason. You got to tell me what to do the song about. Cause remember I have not been here for an hour. So we talked. Okay. What was that word again, Beth? Diastases. What yes, is diastases. It's, an ab gap. it's a gap in your abs. Oh, a gap in your abs. Like, I got it. I got it. You got it. Diastases. Diastases. In your abs. Pregnancy, pelvic floor, babies. Mummy tummy. Mummy, right. mommy, tummy, C-sections. Anything else that you'd like in a wrap? Um, that it's treatable and it's addressable and oh. you don't have to hurt yourself to fix it. You don't have to get surgery to fix it either, usually. Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. I, that was going to be a next question I had was what was preferred from C. Well, not preferred, but like if C-section can be a second option natural yeah. birth, but we probably won't have time, sadly. Yeah. But that's okay. We'll get into it next time. Jaime's all mad. Do you see his last comments? You haven't been here for an hour. No way. Said, bye, everyone. Have a good evening. See, Jaime, thank you so much for coming on, man. He's like, why why does he show up the last four minutes, though? Oh, oh, he said, uh, he said, uh, so, Beth, I can't tie my right shoe. My right groin won't let me tuck my foot to lay on my right thigh. Hmm. Mm hmm. Some tightness in that groin muscle. Interesting. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Pelvic floor. Well, I will try my hardest, floor. Beth. I apologize. Normally I'm You're right. You were in a car wreck. Yeah. With my and talk about car wrecks. Not awesome. But not not non-PTSD. Ooh, uh, car wrecks and wrecked abs. Done. Ooh, I'll, I'll we'll, I will do my best. I I we'll have fun. So okay. so so Beth, do you have a stage name? Um a nickname that someone g- grew up calling you or, or anything like that, that you would well, like me to use uh, at my church. They just call me miss Beth. It's like miss Beth. Miss Beth. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. So we're about <laughs> to get into it. Jason, are you ready to rock and roll? I am. And then I have to go make some, lots of phone calls. So make lots of phone calls. Well, it's time oh, to freaking yeah. rap. <laughs> All right. Dope sick, nasty. Let's get into it. Miss Beth, Miss Beth, here we, here we go. Yo, 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 we got DJ sound effects, Scout the Psalmist, and Miss Beth on the mic. Let's get Okay, here we go again. We're talking about this thing, diocity. I see that I will never gonna break the time. It's a gap in your abs like trays. All fine. I can't define the rhyme, wondering why. If I was sitting here with the mummy tummy, I was thinking, oh my. And now you gotta grow it up and try. But then you go beat to fit. I gotta find, oh no, this is what you do. Although you see her in the house doing yoga, bro, and trying to change it up, rearrange the show, and did it all together like you said, oh no. Where the heck do you get it? Cause you can never be And now since I'm waiting Cause I'm waiting for me Oh fit to be I did it right time Bit to be studio I rhyme I find to find The rhymes wonder why I was in a wreck So I'm a little congested I still don't know why Slip down skip it Sit here forever But I still can't ever rip it But this is all freedom but something you could do better. You could do these workouts and feel so much better. Oh no, only if you feel it back down. You'll be taking photos like this. I never sound pronouns. Now I gotta say how when I found bound bow. Now I gotta wow how. Now I'm like a brown cow with the chocolate milk. Now I don't even know what I'm doing. If I can flow wow. Mm. Oh yes, I'm out of control. B. I was looking like Minnie Mouse yesterday, and I never knew what am I doing. I'm in the avenue looking for the people because I'm thinking I am cool. I wish I was here to talk about the things that you do and I don't even know about babies too yes I do I got two and that's cool only if I couldn't see it back my wife had two c-sections and ooh and now we gotta say it was only sad cause it's watching her recovery huh it was hard cause we never see it be spending all the time in the hospital when I be a be I knew some people with natural births it was crazy they got home two days and we say there's seven a twice and still I can't feel only if I knew that my feet were cracked and real yes I'm done with this freestyle and rap but I'm glad Beth was here, and that's all that. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
you I hope fit you enjoyed a lot that. in there. <laughs> yeah, you I, did. Honestly, that was crazy. I, 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 I really felt bad about it because normally I have all this information and we talked about it so I can make it happen. And I said, I came here just so I didn't want you to feel like you got jipped out with no rap. Uh, but, uh, you know, being in that wreck is a wreck. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. my car, my <laughs> wife's car is totaled and she's not. Oh, happy no. I'm just glad you're OK. Yeah. Wow. But I would was, love to come just back you? on again and talk about more. Oh, no, no. There was a car. It was me and my daughter, actually. Everybody she's okay? Fine. I mean, yeah. she's fine. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. She was mad at me because I didn't let her have the phone because I had to take pictures of the accident. She doesn't. I was like, "Yo, I need to borrow this real quick." And then anytime I'd come visit her just to check on her while waiting for the police, she would like pull the phone away because she's like, "No, you can't have the phone." <laughs> and I'm like, "You don't understand the matter that we're in right now, psych crazy baby." But uh, you know, long as she was happy, I didn't care. And then that the car stayed on. I mean, literally the whole front end is just smashed in. And somehow my car stayed on and I got home. So, um, yeah, the cop, he was like, are you going to drive home with this? And I'm like, I think it's fine. I'll, I'll, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I live, like five, I live five minutes away. I, it's like I've been in that accident before and didn't know that I needed to get the insurance stuff. So somebody ran in front of me and they were in a Beamer and they totally they destroyed the front of my car. But I was like, oh, that's cool. Leave. But realizing later, I was like, oh, no, that was definitely their fault. I, sh I should have had the, my car taken care of. But this time I know, but I don't even know if I don't know the full details of everything. So we'll see what happens. I, I have all Damn. the information, but I don't know what's going to happen. So um, hopefully it's all taken care of. The sorry part is our car just got out of the uh, shop like a month ago because somebody tried to steal it. So my oh, wow. wife is, again, yeah. not very happy. So, because she has to now drive my trash of a car, and Trey will Trey will uh, uh, gladly attest that my car is terrible. <clears throat> he's he's only rode in it like for like uh, three days, and I promise you, he still has PSD from the situation. I had I had cheeseburger on my butt at one point. I think he had to sit on a towel, like he brought his own towel to sit on. I bought a towel. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, do you want to go ahead and hit our plug for today? Yeah, thank you so much, guys, for checking out the show. Make sure you um, uh, plug it. No, I'm just playing. Make sure you uh, go check us out on Spotify, like us, uh, subscribe on YouTube. You know, we all have like, you know, 100 subscribers now, so please be 101 and two, or just be high me and do it 100 more times. Uh, you know, whatever happens. Um, <laughs> go to our website, flowsview.com. Um, we one day will do a live show, so please. Uh, a live live in person show so you'll be able to come see us so just please 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 uh keep liking and subscribing go check out our stuff on tiktok it's all flows the number four the letter u if it's not there then it's flows the number four the letter u pod uh but most of them are that one so please check those all out uh that's all trey am i forgetting anything Nope, that's pretty much it. We would love to see you guys on the show. Um, please feel free to reach out to us on Facebook Messenger. Um, that is mainly our mainstay of uh, communication, but feel free to hit up our website at fullsforyou.com. You can message us uh, personally there. Um, but we'd love to have you guys on the show, and that's all I got. Yep. Thank you so much, Beth. Again, I apologize for being here. But, no worries. Uh, I'm just glad you're okay. Yeah. Hi, uh, hi me. Uh, Trey is awesome, so I knew he could pull Yeah, it was great. Them. It was great. So, all right. Good. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Beth. Uh, I'm assuming you got a jet. I do. Got to go to that yoga class. So sad. Uh, Beth, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've been an amazing guest. Flows for you. Flows for you. Oh, this is what we do. This is what we do. Uh, and uh, I'll send you the calendar again and just pick a date and we'll have you on again. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Take care, Beth. Thank you so much. Bye, you guys. <laughs>
Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now.